Praise the Lord. Let's go before the Lord in prayer because His presence has filled this place. And I think this is an appropriate time for us to lift up our prayer request before Him. Father, I thank you for showing up in the way that you do this evening. Not just here, but also in every home that is watching us right now. Lord, and we're so grateful that in times of turmoil and confusion and strife and uncertainty, we can always lean upon you. We can always find you, Lord, in the middle of our mess, in the middle of our trials, in the middle of our storms. We thank you, Lord, that we're never alone. You're always with us. We can seek you and find help in you. I pray, Lord, for a powerful visitation over our loved ones, our congregation, those that lift up prayer requests to you this evening. Visit our homes. Visit our relationships. Visit our finances. Touch our bodies with your healing virtue. Touch our minds, Lord, and ease the anxiety and stresses that are accompanying us too often and seem to be augmenting every day, that we can find peace in you, healing in you, find direction once again in you, dear Lord. Cover us, dear Lord, with that mantle of light and, and divine protection and providence in such a way that we can navigate through the trying moments and see, Lord, not only light at the end of the tunnel, but that we can see victory. We can conquer, dear Lord. We can get through the storm and be able, Lord, to get to the other side, praising you, honoring you, glorifying you always. Thank you for the privilege that we have, Lord, over the last weeks and for so many weeks already, that we've been able to come to the homes of our people on Wednesdays and even to gather in person on Sundays, the middle of this COVID pandemic, that we're able to do that. It's simply because of your divine provision. We're grateful. We honor you. And let tonight be a special night, Lord, that the needs of our people might be met tonight. Lord, we don't know what individuals are going through right now, but I pray that as we lift the intent of the Word of God today, that hearts will be pierced. Light will go into places of darkness. Confirmation will come to our hearts and mind. That the storm will be silenced and that our trust in you will be strengthened, Lord, is my prayer. I thank you as I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord forevermore. Hallelujah. Truly the presence of the Lord is in this place. And I pray that God will bless all of us powerfully, powerfully as he's doing already. We've been so blessed and really so enormously blessed at how God has been showing up in our services to, to bring that, that, that sense of hope that we need, to bring that healing virtue and balm over our lives and over our homes and over our loved ones. That's what, that's what God does. And tonight, I, I just want to guide you uh, and to share a a few thoughts that I have from a very famous psalm, actually, but I'm not even going to talk about the entire psalm. I just want to get a, a verse and talk to you tonight on uh, under the subject of God will straighten it out. God will straighten it out. You know, oftentimes 
we try to fix things and straighten things out on our own. We try on our own to fix things when, when we, may not, we may not even be in the best condition to attempt to fix it. But we are desperate, so we attempt to correct uh, the financial situation, a health problem, a family problem. And rather than make things better, we, we end up making a situation worse simply because we're relying upon our own resources. And we make decisions based on what we know or feel or expect rather than try to align our decision-making process to God's plan and purpose over our lives. And then what happens is rather than correct the thing, uh, we end up causing more damage than good. Follow me as I, as I share under this theme, God will straighten it out. And I'm reading from Psalm 23, verse number 5. I'm actually reading from a New King, King James Version. One verse, listen to this, and then I'll share with you my thoughts. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. You've probably read this psalm frequently and you've heard talks and preachings and reflections on it. But I believe that tonight is a, a prophetic moment where God wants to intersect some truths into the journey that you're going through right now. Uh, to that battle that you've been fighting for far too long. For that feeling of uncomfortableness in your home for being uh, feeling overwhelmed by the uncertainties of tomorrow. And it's been causing turmoil, some that you understand, but then some that you also don't understand. Because so much of our battle is internal, so much of our battle is wrestling against not flesh and blood, but powers and principalities in the air. And so much of what we go through are, are situations that are larger than ourselves, but for whatever reason, we've rationalized and felt that we can handle it on our own. I just want to remind you this evening that God is uh, available, willing, and totally able to straighten out the situation for you if you can just let him. If you can just step aside and let him do what he does best. But in order for us to get into that transition, we have to have a deep trust in God. Rather than our own plans and our own uh, uh, wants and desires, to yield that all to the Lord in the altar of brokenness and to fully trust God. Th th this psalm reminds me even of Christ when he was in Gethsemane, when he uh, getting ready to fight the, the, the largest battle in all of human history. And the Lord says to the Father as he's praying, you know, if, if it's possible, if it's possible. He's passed this from me, but then he yields to the place, he yields to the altar of trust. And he says, Father, not what I want, but whatever you want. He stopped presenting his agenda. And he said, Lord, I submit my agenda to you. Let thy will be done. And this psalm, I think, speaks to us and reminds us. It's not a new preaching, a new revelation. But follow me. You know, God will straighten things out. You know why? Because God already knows what is crooked. We spend so much time trying to explain to God the problem, the storm, the difficulty, the brokenness, the, 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 the sickness we feel. God knows what is crooked. He already knows it. 
Nothing can happen outside of God's purview. He knows everything. He knows what we've gone through, what we're going through, and what we will go through. He knows the end of the story already, but sometimes we, we forget. And we try to think that this situation might be too small for God. This problem is too minuscule. Listen, he loves you and he loves me so much that he wants to get involved even in the minutia of our lives. The things that are tiny and don't seem that important. Because it's important to you and important to me, it's important to God. And I think this verse 5 of Psalm 23 reminds me that God will straighten it out because God knows already what is crooked. The second thing that I learned from this brief psalm and this verse is that God will straighten it out because, you know what, God is better at fixing than any one of us can fix. Sometimes, isn't it true? Sometimes we, we launch ourselves to resolve the situation, and what a mess we make. What a mess we make. We need to realize that God knows what is what's crooked. He already knows. But he's much better at fixing things than you and I can ever fix them. That's why we need not to tell God what to fix. We just need to trust him. Oftentimes, we spend so much time in trying to convince God that this is why I need you to do this. Don't you think he already knows what's good for you and good for me and good for us? We sometimes have to back away and know that God will straighten things out because he has a better plan. And the thing is, he doesn't reveal the plan to you. You know why? I believe in my case. I don't know about your case. But oftentimes, God doesn't tell me all the steps because the steps beyond what I already see will probably scare me. So I have to trust him for the step that I'm seeing in front of me. Because if he, if he reveals a full plan, it'll frighten me. But he knows it. He's better at fixing any of this, straightening out any of this, better than you and I can ever do. God doesn't work by committee. He doesn't work by He doesn't have to report to people to find out what is the best idea to bless you, to rescue you, to pull you up, to heal you. He has the best plan. We need to, we need to stop telling God what to do and just trust him that what he will do will ultimately be good for us. In fact, on this one, I think what we need to do is what I guided the church this past Sunday. We need to be careful the way we pray. We sometimes pray our agenda and want God then to accommodate our agenda to him. That's not trust. When you, when you pray God's your, your agenda, you're really not trusting him to have your best interests in mind. We need to pull back. And we need to say, God, uh, just as Jesus did, not my will, but your will. Let your kingdom come. Sometimes we pray and we want our enemies destroyed and moved out of the way. That's your agenda, my agenda. No, we need to pull back and trust him. We need to focus on trusting him. Do not pray your agenda. God is better at fixing anything, better than you and I can ever do. How God will straighten out things. Why? Because of what? God, God will straighten it out because God will fix it. And the psalm tells us this implicitly. God will fix the situation right in front of your eyes. Look at the verse. It says, uh, uh, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You know, the best solution to our problems is the one that God fixes for us. But then the best solutions uh, to our problems is that when God uses that problem, to showcase you. Because when we trust him, listen to this, when we trust him, that pleases God so much that he wants to show the world, look, my servant, he or she really trusts me. 
And he will then straighten out that crooked path in front of your enemies. There's another psalm that says, God will exhibit your justice like the noonday sun. God will fix that situation right in front of you. That the doctors have to come back and say, you know, I don't understand how this is happening, but something is going on. You know what it is. That God fixed it right in front of the doctor. When the counselors say, I don't know how we were able to resolve this, but you and I know what it is. Is that God fixed it. Is that when all of a sudden this calamity that was going to happen all of a sudden unravels, the plan of the enemy unravels and falls apart. And it's simply because you and I know why. God fixed it in front of the enemy. We need to trust him that way. God is a master. Uh, 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 God is a master at showing off right before your eyes. He shows us how it is done, but we need to trust him. Let him do what he does best. God will straighten it out. The next thing I learned from this verse, simple verse 5 of Psalm 23, is, listen to this, God will straighten it out because God wants to elevate you in front of your accusers. Did you get that? Those that accuse you, God wants to show them that he has your back. That's how, he, in fact, he says it. He says, you prepare a table before me in the presence. It doesn't even say accusers. It says, in the presence of my enemies. That the enemy will have to say, what happened here? We thought we had destroyed her. We thought that she was finished and he was finished. What happened here? Because <laughs> God has a way of elevating you in front of your enemies. The enemy thought he devoured you and was about to destroy you and your seed and your generations. But here God steps in, resolves the situation right in front of you and right in front of your enemies, and then he lifts you up. You know how I believe he lifts you up? Like a trophy, and then he spins you around so the enemy could see. This is my daughter, my son, my child, my family, my home, my church. That's what he does. You know, what happens is that pride is actually diminished in us when we trust God. Let me think that. Let us think in for a moment. Pride. Because when we think we have a better idea, when we think that my agenda is what I need to pray to God to tell him what he needs to do, that's really pride. But when we trust him, it diminishes that human and destructive energy called pride. When we think we have arrived, when we think we are better than, when we think we know best, when we trust the Lord, it doesn't in, it humble us in the sense that we feel we're insufficient. No, what it does, it diminishes the pride to think us, to make us think that we're superior. Because we're not superior. When we trust God. God has your best interests in mind. So he will elevate you in front of others in the presence of my enemies, my accusers. So before I get to the last point, let me just recap because you need to remember this. God will straighten it out because he knows what is crooked. God will straighten it out because God is better than any of us at fixing things. God will straighten it out because God will fix it right in front of you. God will straighten it out because God will elevate you in front of your accusers. But then finally, the last observation is that God will straighten it out because God will lead you to rejoicing. Listen, at the end of every battle, of every storm, of every sickness, of every trial, of every tribulation, of every false accusation, for the believer who trusts the Lord, at the end of that journey, there has to be a, a time of celebration. There has to be a time of rejoicing. There has to be a time of praising and worshiping. Look at, look at what the psalm says. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. 
you anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. And what that is implying is that there is a bubbling, an effervescent response because God has straightened it out for you and I. You know, it becomes this way, that when we try to fix problems, we fall flat on our face. But when God straightens it out, we have no option but to give Him the glory and the honor because we know we couldn't have done it without Him. When we reach the top of the mountain of victory, of success, of effectiveness, we realize that had it not been for the Lord, I wouldn't have been able to climb the crest. When you're toiling up the hill of trials and tribulations and difficulties and storms inside, when you feel lonely, when you feel beaten, when you feel weak, and it is the power of the Holy Spirit that helps you get through, and then all of a sudden you get to the other side of the trial and tribulation where the promise of God is over your life. We have no other option but give Him the praise and the glory. I want to usher you to the other side of the problem. I want to usher you tonight to the other side of what's crooked. I want to usher you to the other side of that weight that's been bearing down on you and trying to crush you and silence your voice. There is a praise party for you on the other side. Because if you and I can learn to trust God today, He will anoint our head with oil. And our cup will be overflowing. Because God will straighten it out. Father, I thank you for these moments that I have to share such powerful truth that really speaks to our every day, our every moment, that really speaks to the journey that we have. And Lord, sometimes we're just tired of the journey. Sometimes we're just tired of the weight, of the uncertainty, of not finding a way out. But if we can just take this verse from this powerful psalm and apply it and trust you, close our eyes, hold your hand, and trust you that you will guide us out of the pit, out of the darkness, out of the storm. Father, if we can just do that, then we will see that trial disappear, that gloominess be dissipated, that situation be transformed, that loved one be rescued, that problem be resolved, that work of the enemy be destroyed, that power of darkness be neutralized. Let that be a reality, dear Lord, as we focus on the very truth that you will straighten.